old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Old-fashioned football. Welcome to Old Fashioned Football. You hear Paul Stevie on guitar, you know it's time for some whiskey. It's time for some fantasy football. But before I keep going, I got to bring in my co-host. You can call her at J Mark's Wifey. You can call her Miranda. I call her Murr. Murr, how are you doing today? I am really excited for today's show. It's been another great week of weekend. Week, weekend of football in the books, but I'm not going to lie. It's been a hell of a Monday, and I'm really looking forward to getting on my shock tea mat after this. Yeah, your torture device is what you mean. No. Well, why don't you, for the people <laughs> that don't know, why don't you tell them what a shock tea mat is except for a torture device? Basically, it's an acupuncture mat, um, a mat that's covered in these spiky discs, and I've been laying on it for an hour a day for almost a week. And after the first couple days of using it, it's all I think about. Like, I just can't wait to get to the end of the day so I can just lay on my mat and let everything go away. <laughs> I married a masochist. Um, it- <laughs> <laughs> it, I, uh, my parents happened to visit us this weekend and I was showing it to them. And um, my dad said, oh, I'll just be stressed. It's okay. <laughs> it, it, do- it hurts. It I'm hurts. sure it does because I've grabbed the damn thing. And yeah, they're pokey as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I, my back's sensitive anyways. I can't imagine putting it on no, my back. I, I think that it would do you wonders if you could do it, but you're you're never going to be able to get to that. What do you think hurts more, laying on the Shakti mat or taking a football to the butt from a punt like the Dolphins did? We're going to talk about the butt punt? Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, I've never experienced a butt punt, and it's not on my to-do list. Yeah. I, I, so I, I think I'll take my mat. Yeah. Well, and I've had a uh, a broken tailbone, so I definitely don't want to. No, we've had take that with so. the luck we've had in this household with your injuries. <laughs> yeah, no one me. is butt punting either of us. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I, assuming you're stressed because of um, a beatdown you had in fantasy football this weekend. We're bringing this up, I knew. Okay, well, I knew I would have to say something about this. RD, you won in one of our leagues that we're in. We were against each other. I was looking pretty good, really good in this league for the first round of games on Sunday, and he pulled ahead. And after tonight, I mean, he already is, but I already looked. He's he's the only team that's undefeated in this league that we're in. So I guess if I had to go down, I'm okay with being beat by the undefeated team. Well, and shout out to RD. We watched the game at his bar. So if you're ever in the Des Moines Clive area, stop by the Flying Moose. Great place to catch a football game. 
Um, but yeah, you guys were talking a lot of shit and yes. it kind of bit you a little bit. It did. I felt good <laughs> talking the shit because I was like, <laughs> I have this. I didn't. I didn't have it. If I would have played Khalil Herbert. Well, um, easily. Could you have guessed? I could not have guessed. <laughs> I would not have played him over, I think, Josh Jacobs. And I, yeah. don't, I don't even remember. I'm in too many leagues. So I that's actually mm-hmm. I th- I thought you were going to talk about a different beatdown. Um, the beatdown. The beatdown oh. that I gave you. I was going to say the other the beatdown I'm giving, but I, okay, thanks, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> the, no, no, no. The beatdown that I gave. That you. That league doesn't count. It doesn't even count. Whoa, all leagues matter. No, no all there's nothing matter. at stake in that league. You beat me. It, you didn't even handedly. Handedly. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're gonna move on from that. That one, I was not sweating that league. Yeah. So. So I yeah. Um, we mentioned uh, that we're a good weekend or a good week weekend of football. It's not done. The Giants and Cowboys mm-hmm. are going to start playing as we record here. If Barkley needs to get me eleven points. I transition to three and zero in the league we run, and I'm three and zero in my big money league. The last two weeks. I have won by a combined five points, so it has really come down to luck. But um, that's how fantasy football goes sometimes. And in our listener league, I'm banking on tonight's game to win that one. I need one point, not (laughs) even a full point, and I'll have that one. So I had Michael Gallup in my lineup. I had to put him in there, even though he was questionable. He did get ruled out. I had to wait till he was ruled out to be able to put him on my Injured reserve spot. Everyone else had played, so I couldn't drop anybody to pick somebody up. I'm against FF Bourbon Dude. <laughs> he starts picking up the, the Cowboys players. <laughs> and I, as soon as they ruled um, Gallup out, I got on there, moved him, and I went and I picked up Richie James. Yeah. So I just need him to get one catch, 10 yards, just something to happen tonight and i've got that one um he was available so it seems nobody listened to our week i think it was week, week one, one waiver yeah. wire pickups. i think so yeah i think that's when we mentioned richie james um good good move good offensive move by you to last minute see that he is ruled out so you mm-hmm. go find somebody who well, should have an and impact and ff bourbon dude he was really trying mood, but he was trying by him yeah drop was... some players <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you're betting on Richie James to just get one catch because it is a PPR league and mm-hmm. you're down by less than one, correct? Less than one, I think. Yeah, yeah I think it was like point seven if I remember looking at it. So um, you're you're betting on Richie James, which is all right. And if you're thinking of betting, thinking of joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get 100% deposit up to $1,000. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select Build Your Own Bet, and start building a monster parlay. I know Kramer and Sean both threw some out earlier this week, or earlier today, actually. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject Change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or on older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Also brought to you by Babbel, Yo Soy, Justin Mark. That's right. You can learn Spanish from Babbel. You can learn German. You can learn French. You can learn a bunch. 
If you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, maybe some Francais, the love language, Miranda, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson, so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language as little as three weeks. I might take it to learn some Spanish as well. Because I don't remember a lot of Spanish, though I do remember learning Los Lombres was earthworm. When I worked at a fishing bait and tackle shop and the Hispanic gentleman would come in and they would try to tell me that they wanted the worms, but we had a little language barrier there, so I learned that it was Los Lombres. Made things a lot smoother. Babbel can do that for you. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babel, language for life. Okay, Mer, before we uh, keep going, why don't you tell everybody, what are we drinking today? We are drinking Cody Road, wait for it, bourbon whiskey, rye whiskey, and their barrel old-fashioned. We've got a trifecta for y'all today. We will be talking more about Cody Road later on in the show. Um, quick rant before we get started in on some more football talk. Do you know what I got at the store on Saturday? What? An orange. Oh. <laughs> I have forgotten to get an orange the last three weeks of doing our podcast. Saturday, I'm at the store. I knew we were doing Cody Road this week. Mm-hmm. I knew that we'd be doing three of them. I knew one of them was an old fashioned. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm at the store. It wasn't on my list again. I pick up an orange and I'm like, yes, I'm finally going to get my orange rind in my old fashioned that you make for me tonight. And we didn't make our own old fashions. So I guess we'll just have to eat that orange. I'll have to remember to get one next week. Or have another old fashioned tomorrow. We'll, we'll have to see. Possibly. Um, I'm excited about talking about Cody Road. Just uh, part of the history of it that we're going to talk about. Part of the family ties you're going to talk about. But really, because I get three different drinks here. I get my old-fashioned, I get the bourbon, I get the rye, I get it all. So, Justin, do we have an injury report for this week? We do have an injury report, and it's um, got running backs on it for sure. DeAndre Swift of the Lions, a shoulder sprain. Um, I saw today they did say they were planning on maybe keeping him out till their bye week, so about three to four weeks. Um, We also have Dalvin Cook who dislocated his shoulder. He's day-to-day. They might play through it. We got David Montgomery, knee and ankle injury, um, hitting our our Bears team. Maybe that Gabe Davis trade is looking pretty good for you right now. It is looking good for me. Um, He's considered day-to-day, but um, somebody we're going to talk about in a little bit looked very good in his place. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Guyton for the Chargers, torn ACL. He is out for the season. And Mac Jones back on the injury report. Miranda, it's not back spasms. He got over those. Don't worry. Not this week. Not this week. (laughs) But he does have a severe ankle sprain, which they don't know if he's going to need surgery or not. Um, So I can relate to him. I can relate to him there. I got a bad ankle too, buddy. So I get it. Um, He is going to miss time, though. He will miss time for sure. So Brian Hoyer 
uh, will step in. And really out of those guys, their backups are fairly rostered aside from Brian Hoyer. Yeah, so if they aren't your handcuff, it might be a good time to look at the teams that have rostered the injured players and see if you can get any good deals with some trades. Absolutely, yeah. Or just, you know, if they had um, a DeAndre Swift and now they're weak at running back, take advantage of that. If you are got a surplus of running backs and need a wide receiver. Now, the moment I know everybody has been waiting for, <laughs> who owns the title of Sir Throws a Lot, Justin? Yeah, we need to get the music in there that you talked about <laughs> when we discussed this. I'm not going to tell you what it is now so because I don't want to do a spoiler. But Sir Throws a Lot and taking the crown so far through three weeks. Um, More than Joe Flacco's 59 throws? Yep, yep. He took the crown from him with 63 throws. Mr. Josh Allen. Which um, they ended up losing to the Still didn't, Dolphins. It didn't help them. No, and I looked at that the stats of that game, and they they outgained the Dolphins by like 400 yards. It is insane that the Bills lost that game. I think that's one of those things that people are going to be like, "Well, the Dolphins are so good," but a little fluky in the numbers there. So I I don't think that's going to mean that the uh, the Bills will be down for long. So um, well. We're kind of moving right along here because I want to get to these three whiskeys, so <laughs> I'm just a little anxious. So we're going to condense our studs and duds a little bit, and instead of our normal under and over performers, we're going to kind of give some a stud from our team and a dud from our team. So Miranda, who is a stud and a dud from your team? I'm going to pick out the matchup again that I had against Ardeen, one of our leagues here. I had Jamal Williams, RB2 for the Lions. He was my stud, and... That might have been because Swift got injured, but uh, he was projected 7.6 points and he got me 23.7. Didn't help me enough, but (laughs) that was unexpected for sure. Yeah. My dud, Tyreek Hill, only 4.3 points out of a projected 16.2. And the Dolphins, you know, they won their game. They had a good game. Hill, I just don't know what happened. I well, mean, we that, I was focused on our Bears game while that was going on, but sure. And that that Bills secondary was depleted, so you would mm-hmm. have expected him to have a good game. Yes. Um. Yeah. The Jamal Williams pick that you started him in your flex spot. I think is that yes, correct? Yes, I had to. Based yeah. On... I I love Jamal Williams. He's he's a vulture mm-hmm. of touchdowns, which is one of the reasons that you know FF Bourbon dude. Um. Since we already talked about him, he was really high on DeAndre Swift. And I, I wasn't as much because, A, he's injury prone, and boop, here's his injury. And, B, <laughs> he gets the touchdowns vultured by Jamal Williams, who plays with a ton of heart, and Jamal Williams vultured two of them. So that's pretty good pretty good play by you on in your flex spot there. For me, the stud, this was in the big league where I won by just three points over uh, our buddy Chris. Marquise Brown, uh, it's a non-PPR, but he was only supposed to get 8.8. He got me 14 I know that's not a huge difference, but it was enough to make a difference. My dud, I thought about going with Joe Mixon because he was supposed to get me 15.3. He got me 3.8. But, you know, we don't talk about defenses a lot. The Chargers defense projected 10.5 against the Jaguars got me negative five points. I'm lucky I walked out <laughs> of there with a win. In another league, I have the Chargers defense. I was not so lucky to walk out with the win. Negative five points, that's pathetic. Um, it's pretty and, bad. Yeah, that that uh, that D is going on the bench or something. <laughs> like I got to figure something out if they don't figure it out. So, um, why don't we move on to our market movers? 
Um, we're gonna, you know, we talk a little bit each week about some target share changes, just to kind of track who's going up, who's going down. So, Brando, why don't you get us started with who's trending up? Sure thing. My first trending up wide receiver is Allen Robinson. In three weeks, he's gone from six percent target share for the Rams to fourteen to twenty percent. Nice, definitely trending up. Yes. Um, I've got tight end David Najoku, also a similar trending up thing. He went from 3% of the target share in week one to 19 to 32 this last week. Devontae Parker, wide receiver for the Patriots. He was only 7% of the target share in week one, and he's jumped up to 31% target share for week three. And while we're on Devontae's, let's talk about Devonta. Devonta Smith has looked better than advertised. He's gone from 14% target share to 23 to 35. And to finish out my trending up, I've got George Pickens, wide receiver for the Steelers. He was 8 and 9% target share for weeks 1 and 2, and he jumped up to 22% this week. And had a hell of a one-handed grab in that game Thursday night. Now, Miranda, I'm going to finish mine with a guy. That I can't not talk about. I, I see. I know it's coming. Now that <laughs> he um, did something, still didn't get a touchdown, but had a really good game, more like what I expected when I drafted him. You could say my passion is back because Kyle Pitts is back, baby. He went from 12% target share to 42. They could not cover him. Almost half of the target share. And let's hope it sticks around What like did that, that do for his points this week? He, in a non-PPR, he finished with like eight. But okay, I, I just wanted to point that out there. <laughs> yeah, I think in PPR, he finished with about 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. Um, he had 85 yards. I think eight catches and 85 yards, so, so 16 and a half. But it keeps the hope alive for you. Yeah, the passion. The passion is warming. It's warming a little bit. <laughs> kindling the fire. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, um, But speaking of guys that aren't kindling... We're going to talk about some guys that are trending down, and you're going to kick us off with that. Who's trending down? This should be no surprise. A.J. Green, wide receiver for Arizona. We talked about him during our preseason shows, talked about how we just felt he's old news. He's gone from 15% of the target share in week one to 4% this week. A.J. Green, people, if you started him this week, what were you thinking? If you drafted him, what were you thinking? (laughs) Um, I got tight end Hayden Hurst, who was a hot pickup after week one, and he's probably available in week two, too, and you picked him up thinking he was going to be part of that offense. He's gone from 20% of the target share to just six, so not looking his way much at all. And for a tight end position, it's hard to find guys that produce, and Hayden Hurst is now not producing. This next one hurts me to have to say it. I had high hopes. Um, Nicole Hardman, wide receiver for Kansas City. As Kansas City, they're, they're trying to sort themselves out. Sort yourself out. Nicole <laughs> <laughs> Hardman, has, he's just steadily decreased in target share over the last three weeks. I feel like, personally, I need to take a break from the Chiefs until they get it figured out. 15% target share not for week one. 9% target share last week. 3% this week. Ouch big ouch very ouch especially because i've been kind of just gambling like who's gonna have it um i put him in my flex in one of my leagues double ouch um and i do apologize for my sort yourself out which i 
wanted to sound more like a Canadian letter Kenny and sounded more like some confused Irish guy. <laughs> <Kind> so <of>. <laughs> sorry <laughs> about that. My last guy trending down Traylon Burks, who the very first half of week one in Tennessee looked like he was going to dominate the target share has really fallen from graces, I guess, as far as the target share goes 26% down to this 8% this last week. Um, if you started any of those guys, you you didn't get much of an advantage. Um, they just didn't provide an advantage. And speaking of advantage, let's talk about No House Advantage. They're changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning $250,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy points redefined because it's not how you play, but also where you play. You don't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. We're also brought to you by PromoGuy.us. PromoGuy.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major sports books and... They've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I gotta say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds, and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you're missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that Promo Guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to PromoGuy.us and check out their 100% track, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out PromoGuy.us. We're also brought to you by OddsTrader. Now you're asking, what is OddsTrader? If you've listened to us, you already know that. But OddsTrader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can compare for the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has the bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. No longer jumping from website to website or app to app trying to figure out if your bet hit, if it didn't track it all through odds trader go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire odds trader the number one site for all your game day bets all right i think we mentioned before with our market movers i mean we are justin and miranda mark i realized i didn't even introduce myself to begin the podcast um i am justin mark you can find me on twitter at jmarkfootball but i'm hoping i'm hoping I'm hoping, I'm hoping, <laughs> hoping that you've listened before you're a repeat listener um, and that you already knew that. But if you're not, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for being here. We're happy to have you. And I am J-Mark. And if you are new, um, the the market movers, you know, with our name being Mark, a little pun there, we, you know, we're tracking target share movement and also kind of how that target share can make things look a little bit deceiving or maybe make you look at the numbers you can really dive in and look at them and say gosh this guy should be doing better so we're going to give out right now a couple players that we identified that you might be panicking on because they haven't put out the kind of numbers you expected them to put out but, but don't panic exactly we're telling you do not panic these guys will be fine and we're going to kind of tell you why so Miranda why don't you kick us off 
All right. Deontay Johnson, even though he only has 40.6 points in half PPR leagues, he is still getting 32% of the target share on average. A yeah. third of the target share is going to him. So just hold out a little bit longer. He, I think that the numbers are going to start reflecting that. Absolutely. I agree. Another one is Brandon Cooks. Only 28.8 points, but... I know everybody had high hopes for Brandon Cooks in this Texans offense. He's got 28% of the target share. So the numbers, the the targets are there. The numbers are going to follow. Um, they will follow. He will be okay. Don't panic. Who you got next? DJ Moore. Currently only 23.8 fantasy points, but he is still averaging 24%, so a fourth of the Panthers' target share. Yeah, and the last one, C.D. Lamb. I know you're panicking because, oh, Dak Prescott's hurt. Cooper rushes in. C.D. Lamb only has 20 fantasy football points. However, he's being targeted 21% of the time. So I think he's going to be all right there. I don't think you have to panic, even with Cooper Rush at quarterback for a little while longer. Um, those are just four guys that we don't panic on. Now, on the flip side, some of these guys, they have high fantasy outputs, um, or they've had good years, but it might be a good time to sell them. Um, and you're actually going to kick us off with a running back, right? Yeah, the sell high. Like These are guys, you might be able to get a good deal on them now. And this isn't really my first one. is not based on target share. Yeah. <laughs> but Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson is on his way back in just a few games. So it might be a good time to start seeing what you can get for Antonio Gibson while he is still relevant and somebody else might not be thinking forward about how his value is not going to be there yeah and I'm excited about Brian Robinson coming back I know you're excited mm -hmm. I think we both got him in different leagues for a dollar did we not yes yeah so um he's been just we we got him for a dollar knowing he was already injured stash him on the IR and we're excited for his return um I've got Isaiah McKenzie who has made some noise in that Buffalo Bills offense He's got 37.1 fantasy football points, so more than C.D. Lamb, more than Brandon Cooks, but only 11% of the target share, so I don't expect those high fantasy football numbers to necessarily continue. I think it's a, a little misconstrued there, so he might be somebody that uh, somebody's hurting at wide receiver. You say, hey, I got this guy that's got more fantasy football points than Brandon Cooks and C.D. Lamb, and I'm going to make a deal for you. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Tyler Boyd. He... Just came off of a great week. He did. But I don't know that that's going to continue. He has a total of 37.5 points from all three weeks. But he's only averaging 11% of the target share for the Bengals. Yeah, so another number that is maybe a little misconstrued. Mm -hmm. And probably because of the game he just had. Yeah, and the last one I got, Corey Davis, 34.7 fantasy football points in that Jets offense. But... He's only getting 12% of the target share. This is um, Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore's offense, really. So it might be a good um, idea to move on, off of him after he's had some good games. And um, it, here's the thing. When you're making a trade, and, and I'm sure Miranda will agree with me here, sell the shit out of it. It doesn't matter if you think you're making a bad offer. Sell it, right? Right. I mean... Make I, it seem like a good deal. I know. So... <laughs> So uh, I, I did offer a trade because somebody put Kyle Pitts on the uh, the trade block. And we've seen in some leagues Kyle Pitts go for stuff he shouldn't have gone for because people are frustrated because he should be a top scorer. And so I offered Dawson Knox and some fab money, which Kyle Pitts probably has a much higher ceiling. 
But, um, you know, I, I said, okay, hang on. Dawson Knox has more fantasy football points right now. He's got a more established quarterback in Josh Allen, a more established offense with the Buffalo Bills, and he finished higher last year in fantasy football as far as tight ends go. Use the stats. Yes. Use them to your advantage. Absolutely. No, I I don't think that's a good deal. I wouldn't give up Kyle Pitts for... Dawson Knox. I think, okay, but you are obsessed with Kyle Pitts, though. You are biased. I am biased. So That's true. You're I, biased. I, you yeah. are biased. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am, and I am holding out hope for him. But I, I still think that Kyle Pitts is in a better position to um, give you more and get your team more points than Dawson Knox is. But um, anyways, I know right now you're thinking – my team, I've lost some games or I've got some injuries and I tuned into these people to not listen about bourbon. Well, hopefully you tuned in to listen about bourbon because that's part of our show. But I know you're anxious to hear what we think about the waiver wire, right? Yes, Absolutely. I hope so. I hope so too. I mean, I hope people are planning. Yeah. We're always looking. Yeah, all, you always have to look. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give out some uh, waiver wire targets, some guys that we uh, think you should look into picking up and some... Um, you know, just an idea of what we would spend for fab. So, Miranda, why don't you get us started with one that uh, hits close to our hearts? Yes, Khalil Herbert. Now, he is rostered in 47% of leagues. So, but that, I mean, that's still over half of the leagues out there. He's not rostered. So, go check him out. See if he's available in your league. Running back for Chicago. Montgomery is dealing with the knee and ankle injury right now. Even though Montgomery is only day-to-day, the Bears have called a higher percentage of runs than any other team right now. I think that's like that's a crazy stat to me, like that we're we're just running. That's all we're doing. It's all we're doing. <laughs> it's all we're doing. Um but Khalil, he just this week, 20 carries, 157 yards and two touchdowns. He had an awesome game. I would look at spending 10 to 15% of your remaining fab on him if you're struggling at running back depth. The Bears have shown us that they need to run the ball because we're not doing anything throwing. We're not doing anything. (laughs) So even if Montgomery comes back, I still think Khalil is going to still be in there if he hasn't already stolen that RB1 spot from this last game he just had. Yeah, he had a hell of an audition um, and made a case for himself. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. I love David Montgomery, but Khalil Herbert ran very well. And I do think, um, you know, not to to piggyback off of yours, I guess, but I do think the Bears, the way they're setting their offense up right now, they can support two fantasy football running backs. They can. I mean, it looks like we're going to be run heavy. That is how we're going to be moving down the field right now. Absolutely. Um, I got another running back who is rostered in much less Justice Hill. Now, this is one that you, you're you not picking him up to start him next week, but he's owned in 2%, uh, rostered in 2% of leagues. But last week, he had six carries for 60 yards for the Ravens. Now, J.K. Dobbins came back from injury. And we saw it be the J.K. Dobbins and Justice Hill combo, which makes a lot more sense to me than their Kenyon Drake-Mike Davis combo. I was a little surprised that Justice Hill didn't get the starting job when Dobbins was out. But anyways, six carries for 60 yards is pretty good. Um, Ten yards a carry. So, again, he's a stash on your bench and see what happens kind of guy. So I wouldn't spend more than 5% of my fab on him. But if you're desperate and the Ravens continue, I mean, you know the Ravens are going to run the ball. So if they continue to have the Dobbins-Hill show, 
he might be worth a spot on your bench. Who you got next for us, Murr? Only rostered in 13% of leagues right now, Zay Jones, wide receiver for the Jags. This week he was 10 catches out of 11 targets. He had 85 yards and a touchdown. He is second on the Jags in average target share, averaging 22% of their target share. So I know this week was his first touchdown catch. Um, but I think due to being second on the team for target share, scoring over 20 fantasy points this week, if people notice that, like, I don't think he's going to be one that's going to stay out there on the wire for very much longer. Um, in PPR, he was averaging 14.1 points per game. So like I said, people are going to start noticing this. If that trend continues, that could be a really good pickup for you. I would look at doing about 10% of your fab. That's a good average. Do you think he's still out there because it's Jacksonville? Do people not believe in Jacksonville and Trevor I Lawrence? Mean, that like, could be. I but just, I, I would pick somebody up to get that 14 points guaranteed every week. Absolutely. Even if it's just in your flex spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good average. So a little surprising there. Um, that's why you tune in. You tune in to old fashioned football, yeah. so we can tell you his average. I know and his if, target if it weren't for these stats that were that that mostly that you're putting together. Let's be <laughs> honest, you're you're a stat person. You're getting all that data together for us. But if it weren't for being able to look at that da- data and everything, I'm not looking at the Jags. You can say it. I'm a nerd. I know you wanted to say the stat nerd. You, you you're a spreadsheet nerd. You smoothed so. over it with person, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, I wouldn't be the Jags. That's not a team I'm going to be looking at. Yeah, and but yeah, 14 points a game, nothing to joke about. 22% of the target share. Zay Jones making a little bit of a comeback. He's bounced around on teams, but he's looked the part in uh, Jacksonville. Uh, mine, another guy that looked the part this last week, Alex Pierce of the Colts. He's uh, rostered in 16% because um, there was a lot of preseason hype, but he kind of finally had a breakout game. Wasn't huge, but three catches on five targets on 61 yards, 14% of the target share. And I think this Colts team, I honestly think they're missing Matt Eberflus as their defensive coordinator, the Bears' new head coach. I think they're missing that. They're falling behind. Um, They did just come off a big win against the Chiefs, but... We saw them lose to Jacksonville 24 to nothing. Maybe Jacksonville is just better than we expected. I don't know. But my point is, I think they're going to need to pass the ball. Everybody knows you need to stop Jonathan Taylor as much as you can. So they're going to have to pass the ball because the defenses are keying on Jonathan Taylor. And Alex Pierce is becoming a part of that passing offense. So I think he's a great pickup. Um, who you got next for us? To keep going with the Colts, Jelani Woods, rookie tight end. He had two catches on three targets. I know that's not many targets. Only 13 yards. I'm really not selling this, but he had two touchdowns. This might be a good dynasty stash for somebody, or it might end up looking like another OJ Howard call. OJ Howard just, I don't know, did not, he didn't perform this week. So I might be a little bitter about that, but um, keep an eye on this guy and maybe start thinking about, especially if you're in a dynasty league, I might do 5% of the fab. I wouldn't go very high again it's a tight end position invest in your tight ends but invest in your good known tight ends i don't know how the how he's gonna play out but keep an eye on him and see i'm a big fan of jelani woods he played at virginia um rod via gomez who has done some of our fantasy football shows he did an afc south preview and had me on there and jelani woods was a guy i said hey if you're in a deep dynasty league 
pick him up because he has the opportunity to be a big um, kind of X factor. He's six foot seven. So Jeez. yeah, so he is a huge red zone target. Um, and yeah, and, and also if speaking of Rod Via Gomez, check out his work on the NASCAR gambling podcast, the F1 gambling podcast, the CFL gambling podcast. He has fantasy football articles, NFL articles on um, just a little bit of everything. So check him out, RJ Via Gomez on Twitter. Anyways, the last one I have. Mac Hollins, I, I kind of almost feel like this is another situation with Jacksonville that people don't expect much out of the Raiders except for Devontae Adams. But Mac Hollins rostered in 3% of leagues. This week he had eight catches on 10 targets for 158 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, quite a bit there. Um, but this wasn't an outlier. In week th- this last week, he had 24% of the target share, but week two, he had 21% of the target share. He's got 41.4 fantasy football points in the last two weeks. That's more than Deontay Johnson, T. Higgins, Mike Williams, and D.K. Metcalf have had in their their season so far. So this is a guy that's putting up good mm-hmm. fantasy football points. He's only rostered in 3% of leagues. It doesn't make sense. That doesn't. doesn't make any sense. I know who we're both going to be looking at this week. <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably do. Now, I did already pick him up in a couple of my leagues. I oh, don't okay. remember if it's the ones we're in together Are you or been, not. Have you been holding out on stats first? Have you been deciding not to talk about him? You know what? If I see something good, I just go for it. That's all. That's how I got you, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Brownie points. No. <laughs> um, so that was uh, some waiver wire targets we have. Um, check out an article I put out yesterday on some other waiver wire targets that we didn't name there. Um, and a lot yeah, of good data, a lot of good data. And speaking of data, you know, who has a lot of good data, the Elias game plan app. Did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday and Thursday and Sunday because it's NFL season, our favorite time of year. And whether you're into fantasy leagues, betting on your own team, or just talking highlights around the water cooler at work. Miranda, we need to get a water cooler, but the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau, official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues. Elias Game Plan is full of information and insights provided by their renowned research team, which means they constantly give you information that is up to date that you can trust. This app gives you everything you need this season to get a competitive edge, including league validated team and player news and stats, head to head team comparisons ahead of their matchups, along with the Elias key insights from the Elias statisticians, including injury impact news and expert game analysis, which can give you the advantage in betting, picking your fantasy lineups or showing off your sports knowledge. And Elias game plan is releasing new features all the time, like their chat function which allows you to talk directly to their researchers. So you get the information you need to feel comfortable when making big decisions on betting or your fantasy team. They have the best information. If you love stats, if you love researching like I do, these guys... They do it for you, so you don't have to love it. They do it all for you. Now, elevate your NFL season today and download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. Get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use my promo code SGPN15. Find Elias Game Plan app, sports betting in the App Store or Play Store using 
my promo code SGPN15. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone Plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment cancel at any time right now you can try fubo tv free for seven days and get 15 percent off your first month just go to fubo tv.com slash sgp that's f-u-b-o tv.com slash sgp miranda i think we're ready to talk about some whiskey aren't the we? the moment you have been waiting for i know i talk so fast trying to trying to get through <laughs> everything um so so yeah i'm i'm here for the whiskey so i'm gonna hand it off to you All right. Well, we chose a local Iowa whiskey for today's show. We are trying three different bottles of Cody Road whiskey. Now, this is different for us. We normally just try a bourbon or a whiskey, make an old-fashioned with it. Justin, keep drinking your old-fashioned. I can do that. Oh, I know. And we will get to the rye whiskey and the bourbon whiskey and those flavor profiles later on. So we'll try those together after I go through some background information on Cody Road whiskey. So Cody Road is distilled by the Mississippi River Distilling Company, which is a family-owned craft distillery ran by two brothers, Ryan and Garrett Burchett, in downtown LeClaire, Iowa, which is located on the banks of the Mississippi. And they started their distillery back in 2010. They distill using local grains, and I really like this. All of their grains are harvested within 25 miles of the distillery. So I just thought that was really cool for um, cool and unique for their spirits and whiskey. Talk about supporting local. Yes. And a, a shout out to Ryan. Um, reached out to him and talked with him a little bit, and he sent us the rye. Mm-hmm. Um, for us to try we already had the bourbon and the old-fashioned i hadn't had the rye before and i still haven't um i'm saving it for the show so i'm really excited to try it but so they're a little bit of sworn enemies of ours though i have to throw this in here ryan is a vikings fan and his brother garrett is a packer fan. oh that's even worse (laughs) i know right so but i bet they have some some heated sundays yes i'm sure they do Um, (laughs) family rivalry yeah distilling some some whiskey and uh yelling at each other about the Vikings packings rivalry. Um so Vikings packings? Is that what I said? Yes. Man, you know what? This old fashioned is so good <laughs> that mine is gone. I actually have the bottle in my hand. I was getting ready to open and pour some more pour because some more. because Why it don't is you extremely hold good. Off so we can try. But anyways the Vikings Packers <laughs> rivalry. Um but all of their whiskey and spirits starts off in their copper st- and stainless steel still that they have named Rose. Affectionately named because she has the curves of a beautiful woman and is the true river rose of their distillery. And we saw pictures of this thing online and it is beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah, you have to go check it out online. MR Distilling. Or in person. Or in person, absolutely. Um, but she was handmade, she being Rose, was handmade in Germany where both brothers spent time training with some of Europe's finest distillers. You can see Rose from their tasting room or even if you were outside on the street. If you're ever in the Clare or Davenport, Iowa area and you're looking to plan a trip, you should head that way. Stop by the distillery or their downtown lounge that is located in Davenport. Yes, please. Yeah, go. I, I want to go stop by. It's, like, it's it is a three-hour drive yes. for us. Um, but we, so head, yeah. we sometimes head up to that side of the state, and Absolutely. I think that we should make a trip there. It's on my list. 
and I'm I'm all for it. I love going to distilleries, and this place looks awesome. So we can absolutely. stop there on our bourbon whiskey trip out go. to Kentucky. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so their Cody Road whiskey is named after Buffalo Bill William Cody, who was born in Leclerc in 1846. So I have kind of a just family history story for this one. My great-great-grandpa, Clinton Masterson, was Buffalo Bill Cody's ranch hand when he lived in North Platte, Nebraska. So he would work with him on his ranch, and then when Buffalo Bill would travel for his shows, Clinton would stay and help Mrs. Cody. He would drive her around, take her to church in, like, a horse and buggy. (laughs) So, um, as this was back in the like late 1800s early 1900s, early 1900s yeah, yeah. yep so i was actually talking with my grandma jan today to make sure i had my facts straight i didn't want to misspeak and she was telling me that when she was younger she remembers her grandpa taking her and her siblings to buffalo bill cody's farm where her grandpa had worked um now the farm i believe is a tourist attraction mm-hmm and that's the farm that he moved to in North Platte, correct? Yes, in North Platte. Yep. Yeah. So um, Buffalo Bill has a, a lot of interesting things about him. Like Cody, Wyoming is named for Buffalo Bill Cody. Um, he's, you know, North Platte really celebrates him. Um, LeClaire. You know, I don't know a lot of history. I will be the first to admit that. So I looked up Buffalo Bill Cody to kind of just look up some things. And the first things you see are like, well, he killed 4,000 buffalo, you know, don't let that set you off on the wrong path of thinking here, though, because um, just some quick facts I found, and I'm not going to go into these real deep. You can research them online, but th- just some quick facts I found that are really interesting. Buffalo Bill Cody was in a proponent of American Indian treaty rights, believing that most of the violence between the Indians um, was actually caused by broken promises. Go figure that. He supported the women's suffrage movement when he had his um, Wild West show. He swore that the women, if they're doing the same work as the men, they should be getting paid the same. Um, he is a Freemason. He um, just all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he was the most recognizable man on earth with the Buffalo Bills Wild West show. And he's received a Medal of Honor. So just some really, really interesting things about a guy who obviously lived a really interesting life. Yeah, absolutely. Should we get into tasting this? rye whiskey and the bourbon yeah absolutely first real quick i want to talk about their old-fashioned yes if you're an old-fashioned fan and let's say you're running short on time you don't want to go into making this is our go-to yeah i we i know that there's a lot of makers out there who have like old-fashioned or manhattan in a bottle ready to go just pour it on the rocks this is my favorite one that i have tried yeah it is very good um got the sweetness of an old-fashioned i get a little smokiness from it i don't know about you but i get a little smokiness mm-hmm. what they do is they take their bourbon they blend it with bitters and citrus and then they place it back in the barrel for a perfect new kiss of oak they say on the bottle um but yeah it is just you just pour it on ice it's you can good. you can put a cherry with it or orange or whatever but you don't have to you pour it on ice and it is just like having an old-fashioned it is very very good um what do you want to try first the bourbon Let's, I don't know, what what would you recommend? You looked up the flavor profiles for us, so what would you... Yeah, yeah. Um, so what would you recommend trying first? Let's go with the bourbon just the because bourbon. we've been drinking our old-fashioned yeah. and it's okay. made with the bourbon. and then the we'll bourbon. go to the rye. Yeah, yeah. So um, here's something that they enjoy the sweetness of corn, 
and I'll let you try while I'm saying this, but the sweetness of corn, light fruit from wheat, and the grassy, nutty finish from the unmalted barley. Vanilla and caramel from the oak dance around the sweet grain. It's bottled at 90 proof, um, and it's got enough kick to notes that you know it's a bourbon, um, but it's got a pretty smooth finish. Okay, so I was just going to say, I just tried, I need to try my third try. That's my rule with bourbons. Three tries. Um, three tries. <laughs> but this doesn't have, this doesn't burn, but I don't know about you, but I get an overall warming sensation throughout yeah. my body after it's it like, goes down. Um, it doesn't burn, but it no. makes you feel warm. It makes me feel like I'm sitting by a fire on a cold mm-hmm. winter day. Like, I know that sounds <laughs> cheesy, but I'm serious. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's like that that nice, relaxing, warm feeling you get. That's what I got when I took my first big gulp of this bourbon right now. It's like just that nice, oh, relaxing, warming feeling. You take your big gulp. I do my three (laughs) sips to try it and really let that flavor set in. No, I get um, a little bit of a smoky flavor afterwards. I get get Mm -hmm. that. I get it from the old-fashioned and from this. There is a smoky flavor and... This has more than the old fashioned. And if you're like me, which I know I am, um, <laughs> I like a smoky flavor. I, mm-hmm. I, I really do. It's one of my and favorite it's sweet. things. I think in it bourbon. goes in sweet and comes like after it sits, it, you get that smoky, yeah. that smoky taste. Yep. I like it. It's a really good bourbon. It is a very good bourbon. Um, distilled right here in Iowa. Mm-hmm. So um, Iowa made just like us. Can't beat that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's about spitter bourbon out. Sorry about that. Don't waste any. It's good no. stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, that bourbon's very good. Or you look like you're getting ready to move on to that rye. Yeah, I'm. I'm really anxious to try it. We don't. Um, just typically, we haven't. I feel like we have just a lot of bourbons. We don't have yeah. a lot of rye whiskeys in our collection, as you would say. So I'm excited to get a rye in there, and to try it because I, um, you know, we love the old fashions. The bourbon we really like. so Yeah, so here's what they say about the rye. It's handmade from 100% local rye, like you talked about. Um, It's from Dave and Jim Wary in Fulton, Illinois, the rye is. The rye is a unique spirit that showcases wonderful spiciness of the grain, along with the delicate fruitness that is uh, lost in a lot of rye whiskeys, really. Um, It's a very bold and spicy, you know, rye is normally bold, spicy, um, they distill it very cleanly so you can experience a sweet fruit fruitiness that is unexpected from rye. Then the signature spices linger in the back of your mouth. It says to let it set in the glass for a few minutes, which we've done, and taste the complexities. What do you think? It is very complex. I really like this. Um, I definitely, I feel like it burns mm. at the back of your, the back of the tongue. I don't know. Um, it has a little bit of a burn towards the back of your mouth. See, I don't um, get any burn. I get a little I like bit. That one. It, it um it is very complex and I was trying to like taste a little bit of the fruity notes that you mentioned and I think that I'm getting some of that definitely the spice yeah this, I like this a lot this would be good um in in old fashioned as well mm-hmm. you know um we, there's a lot of debate on old fashions with bourbon or rye but um some of the best old fashions I've had have been mm-hmm. made with rye and I think I this would try really our next like next time we have an old fashioned try it with the rye or yeah next time we have an old fashioned not on the show let's try it with the rye yeah. and like yeah this would I think it would stand out nicely in that I think so like the the and flavor is complex mm-hmm. and I think it's it's flavorful enough and bold enough that it would stand out in an old fashioned very well mm-hmm. That's it's very good. It is very good. And yeah. I know that we're trying, whenever we try our whiskey or bourbon on the show, we just try it neat, just a little, like a yeah. try. And I think I would drink both of these. Like I typically do my bourbon or whiskey on ice 
I think I would drink these neat. These are these are really, really flavorful and good. They they really are. Um, it's just a really good product all around from from Mississippi River Distilling. You got to check them out. And they have a lot of different mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so they have their bourbon. They have a single barrel bourbon. They have rye. They have a single barrel rye. Now they also have a honey whiskey, a maple, a peach. They have their barrel old fashioned. They have a barrel Manhattan, which I also need to try that one too because I like um, Manhattans. They have Experimental X series, which is actually finished in different barrels. Um, right now, their Experimental X is finished in tequila barrels, I believe. They have what's called Iowa Wish whiskey, which is made with Iowa corn. Um, and then they have a, a different special uh, straight bourbon whiskey. Um, it's called their CF bourbon, which now some of our listeners will like this. Some of them will not. But the CF is for Cyclone Fanatic. Oh. So we're we're more on the Hawkeye yes. side. But... <laughs> Even more so, I'm on the whiskey side. So that's where we'll meet in the middle with between Iowa Hawkeyes, Iowa State, Bears, Bears Vikings, Vikings. Packers. We'll (laughs) meet in the middle with whiskey. Um, Everyone can hopefully agree on that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So huge shout out to Ryan and Garrett Mm -hmm. with um, Mississippi River Distilling and the Cody Road whiskeys. Um, they, They got a lot of good stuff. You have to check them out. Um, the website is mrdistilling.com. So just type in Mr. Distilling. I know it's Mississippi <laughs> River, but I read it the first time I read it. I was like, oh, mrdistilling.com. So, <laughs> mrdistilling.com. Yes. And again, I, I know it seems like almost everyone we've tried, not every single one we've tried, but it seems like almost everyone we've tried, we've said, oh, that's so good. I really like it. But we're being honest. Mm-hmm. We're giving our honest review here, our honest opinion this is one that I really like. I really like these too. So, thank you, uh, Cody Road Whiskeys. Should we move on to our mailroom? Well, before we do that, Justin, which oh. I am anxious to see what you have in store for me this week. Okay. I would just like to inform FF Bourbon, dude, that... Uh-oh. <laughs> are you ready for this? Yeah. Richie James has one reception for eight yards oh, in the no. first quarter. <laughs> I now have one, and I just realized you were 2-0 and o before this week, Ooh. so I have taken that streak away from you. You oh, will not man. be undefeated in our listener league. <laughs> sorry, sorry she's throwing shade on the pod, Brad. <laughs> I, I didn't tell her to do that, I promise, so... No, I just I had to I had to check. I'm like, the game is going on. I need to see if if he got me something. If he gets nothing else, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yep. Um, and, and for those of you that aren't familiar with um brad's work check out ff bourbon dude on twitter he's uh he writes he podcasts for the sgp network like we do so you got to check him out because he's got a lot of great stuff miranda the mailroom auditions continue all right i'm ready i'm ready this week justin i already know that i already have a feeling anyways (laughs) well don't set it don't set me up for knowing that you're gonna fail well prepare (laughs) to be disappointed and maybe you'll be surprised okay all right here we go Presenting Old Fashioned Football's Mailroom. <laughs> no? I mean, I feel like we're going to eventually have to do something like that where we create <laughs> our own because you're not finding it out there. 
That was actually, that was from the Minion Works in the Mail Room. <laughs> the Minion video. Works in the yes. you, There you go, Justin. <laughs> the Minion. You're the Minion. I am the Minion mail working room. in the Mail Room. <laughs> um, our first question is from my sworn enemy, One Sharp Shark. Um, yeah, Red, Redwood713, you're no longer my sworn enemy, One Sharp Shark is. But... Hi there, long-time heckler, first-time caller. Question for the pod. How many... I, I imagine this is how... <laughs> this is how he's... <laughs> sounds... Oh, no. Um, FF Bourbon Dude just said Richie James fumbled, just so no, you know. No, Did he really? <laughs> that That's that's what I saw on my phone. Anyways, question for the pod. How many years will it be until the Bears have a fantasy-relevant quarterback? Over, under, six and a half? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. So, Miranda... Obviously, the Bears have struggled at quarterback. I mean, Jay Cutler had his games where he um, was fantasy relevant, but barely, barely. <laughs> hey, don't mess with I'm going to say, okay, I know you have a like. If, <laughs> yep, you if you could marry Jay Cutler it, between me and Jay Cutler, you would have ran for Jay Cutler. Okay, I mean the man does love whiskey. <laughs> And he hunts all the time. No, I'm just kidding. Go on. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to say over. <laughs> over. I'm taking the over. It's going to be over six and a half years? No. Justin. Justin. Let's, let's get real. Let's get real. Justin Fields. Yes. I'm not saying it's going to be him. I'm not saying it's going to. It's not going <laughs> to be him. I don't think what I don't. It's not going to be him. But he is new. Mm-hmm. We got to wait a couple years before they would phase him out if they do. We got to hope that their next pickup is going to be good if unless we get the red rifle again. And then because I, I just can't even believe that happened to us. So then, you know, we're looking at five years out. <laughs> what? Sorry. Speaking of the red rifle, apparently fans are pissed that Terry Bradshaw said Jameis better watch himself because Andy Dalton might be starting next for the Saints. Anyways, go on. OK, I'll go on. <laughs> I just think that it's a safer bet if you're betting to take the over. I have no, I have been a Bears fan for I'm trying to do twelve the years over twelve years yeah for over twelve years and in that twelve years we had a semi relevant fantasy football quarterback once Jay Cutler Jay Cutler right yes okay yeah he was a, I remember when he was like number like sixth ranked all right well I do remember that that's his number oh that's his number. <laughs> That's what you remember. <laughs> That's what I remember. No, I know he was a, he was in the yeah. top ten. One of the one he, of the he first, had some really good seasons. Yeah, yeah, and it was one of the first years that mm-hmm. we did a fantasy football league together. All right. Well, it's under six and a half. You say it's under. I've okay, been a Bears fan for how old am I? How old are you, am I? Are you thirty five? Thirty five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I've been a Bears fan for thirty five <laughs> years, <laughs> and um. It's funny. One of the sports books actually tweeted, "What was your first jersey?" My first jersey was Bears quarterback Eric Kramer, who I didn't play fantasy football when I was ten-ish when he was the quarterback. But um, I doubt, highly doubt he was ever fantasy relevant. Anyways, let me set the scene for you. Okay. Next year, set the, scene. the Bears have the most salary cap available, the most out of every team. Now. They could do a couple things with that. They could really revamp their offensive line and add some receiving weapons that are going to make Justin Fields relevant. Or there is a quarterback who was not able to reach a agreement with his team at the beginning of this year. They may franchise tag him, but let's say he doesn't want franchise tagged. He's looking for a new huge contract, and he's coming to the Bears. Who? Lamar Jackson. 
for real. You think Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson is the next so Chicago Bear quarterback? So you are betting your under, betting on either them improving enough to make Fields look like two of his. Or look we're going to get handed Lamar or Jackson. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> you can wish. You can wish. <laughs> you're not I'm going it? over. You're going under. That's our. Answer. Well, then I know one sharp shark is going to take the over because he loves to fade me. Yeah. Anything I say or pick, he loves to fade me. So, well, yeah. yeah. So he'll want to fade that. He'll go with you. All right. I'll take right. it. <laughs> our next question we got two from Time on the Discord. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's necessarily the magazine or um, just a person <laughs> with the name Time. I'm going to go with probably just a person okay. named Time. But Safe bet. He has uh, two questions. One is a waiver wire question for defense. Okay. Would you pick up the Broncos defense or the Eagles defense? All right. Um, we don't do a lot of defensive no, questions. No, we don't. So, that's so this fun. is a good question. So time out real quick. Yes. If you've listened to us before, you know our dog Aspen is always. She's in the having room. a heyday with her football. She's over there. She brought with a football, football to our podcast room yes. today. Her choice. You can tell we are football <laughs> people when our dog brings a football to the podcast yes. room. Anyways, go on. Okay. What defense? Well, looking at. I'm just going to look a couple weeks ahead here. The Eagles play Jacksonville, and then they face Arizona. Two good. The the Jaguars like, just made the Chargers have negative five, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. And the Broncos play the Raiders and the Colts. Based on those matchups, I'm going to say the Broncos are the better pickup here. The better choice for ease of schedule in the coming weeks. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and that defense is pretty solid. You know, um, they just they run a good scheme, and that's one thing that Nathaniel Hackett's team is doing well. So, and while, I think their defense has to step it up because Russell Wilson is not doing what Broncos fans wanted him to do. N- no, not at <laughs> all. Um, on the Discord, jump in the Discord if you're not on there. But yeah, a little talk about that uh, today with. One of the one of the listeners and of SGP about how the um, the Broncos have been kind of disappointing in general, fantasy football wise. But their defense, I think, is a good option. The Eagles, they have a really good defense. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think they have great matchups coming up. Mm-hmm. I think they do have a good defense, maybe long term if you can get the Eagles. But for right now, you want the Broncos. So the next question that time has whenever I think of time, I hear the fast and furious Quote, you want time? Buy the magazine. Anyways, the next question time has week four flex option. Would you start Chris Godwin or uh, the guy that we didn't really think there was going to be? I mean, nobody knew his name really before before uh, this year. Greg Dortch. Let's break this down a little. Godwin, when he comes, if he comes back from injury, when he comes back from injury, Tampa has Mike Evans, Julio Jones, Russell Gage. Richard Perryman, Scotty Miller. Proving my point even more. There's a lot of mouths to feed. Godwin, before his injury, had 11% of the target share in week one. Only 11%. They have a lot of weapons in Tampa. Dortch, he has averaged 17% of the target share in the first three weeks. Arizona passes a lot. Dorch is going, like, is out there with Marquise Brown, Zach Ertz, and then A.J. Green. 
So he's like <laughs> gonna be one of the top three guys. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Marquise Brown is that's probably his offense, but I think next in line is probably Dortch mm-hmm. right now. I know Dustin Hopkins returns in week seven, I believe it is, but I I still think Dortch is gonna have a part in this offense. That's why I'm leaning towards. Of course, this is week four. Sorry, it's week four flex option. It doesn't have anything to do uh, yeah, with this is week when four. Hopkins is coming back. So, so for yeah. right now, I yeah. would say Dorch. Yep, I agree with that. Um, so thank you, uh, time for submitting your questions. Thank you, one sharp shark, as smart ass as you are for submitting your questions. <laughs> um, we'll see it was if a it's, fun one. <laughs> it was a fun one. We'll see if it's under or over. Uh, Miranda, do you have anything else right now? Because I think that's all I have. I think we're good. All right. Don't forget to, um, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, whatever you're listening to, follow, subscribe, rate, review. All that really helps us out. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Check out all the shows, all the articles, everything else. We're just, we're always, everybody that's um, here at the Sports Gambling Podcast puts out fire content and we're working our asses off. Hopefully to help you. We're doing it for fun as well, but we're hoping to help you out and give you the edge, whether it's betting, fantasy football, whatever. Also, follow me at JMark Football. Follow her at JMark's Wifey. Justin, my old fashion is gone. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old fashioned football. <laughs>